Broadcasting live from the center of the universe. Presenting the world's only business school without the BS. With optometrist and entrepreneur, Dr. Robert Zellner and USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. Yes, sir. It's Ian Clay, broadcasting from the box in the 918. Business school in the topic today. Check the system, plus it's getting you paid. I'm making the business boom, it's what we do. You can do it, let us show you. I'm a father of five with maniacal focus. To teach the proven moves, no hocus pocus. Cause get rich quick is not a move. But the proven system will make your life improve. See, I'm more than just a rhymer, like a horse with blinders. Focused on the Thrive Time Show, it's where you find us. He be the Z and I be the C. Teaching business skills from Clay to Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. The goal of this show is to help you score. So I couldn't see the light until my son could see. But I learned to rock the mic in the high school scene. A young DJ with a billion dollar dream. Numb to the pain that rejection brings. So I like a sock farmer sweating for that green. Now I'm on your radio with a thank you and please. Share this podcast with a friend in a mean. Now it's talks of business from play to see. This is a time show on the radio. Mm. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. It's all about you. All about you. All about you. Oh, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I am a business coach. I'm the former United States Small Business Administration entrepreneur of the year, the father of five. And across from me, inside the Man Cave Studios, is none other than Tulsa's brother from another mother, the man who has the beard Ooh. that the men fear, Ooh. the kind the kind of man that ladies love and men hate. <laughs> he's the kind of guy who I, t- I tell you what he's he's really it's like uh, everybody's everybody's buddy. It is it is the number one business coach uh, of, of of the Nashville area of you, the number one chiropractic right, in, in and around. <laughs> yeah, because you you my friend are the number one business coach of chiropractors in Tennessee. Yes. Uh, that's, that's a, a title. T- that is a title that's I'm willing a title. to wear proudly. He's a former business owner. That's Eric Chubb. Eric Chubb, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what today is? Today is an awesome day. Well, we have two things that make that will make today awesome. Okay, I want to hear what these are. One is that we're going to be talking about how this is the we're talking about we're continuing our series where we're discussing that the mind becomes what the mind is fed, mm. which is exciting for any entrepreneurs out there because a lot of people understand that the real first struggle as it relates to starting a successful company is can you stay positive? So that's going to be a reason to be excited, number one. Oh, I'm, I'm so positive. Right and now. reason number two is this is exactly 30 days, one month before our February Thrive Time Show Conference, our two-day epic workshop events. These are two days. They're 15 hours of power. February 16th and 17th, we are just selling boatloads of tickets, and it is getting exciting. I knew I felt something in the air when I woke up today. Just There was something coming up a month from now, and I didn't realize it, but it's our workshop. Well, oh, my gosh. Poor John and the logistical team. They're getting overwhelmed. We have to rent more tables and chairs. He's overwhelmed. <laughs> He'll be pulling several all-nighters. Meanwhile, you and I just continue the hype wagon. Woo! So we will see everybody at that workshop. If we've yet to, uh, if you've yet to attend, 
a Thrive Time show workshop. I would encourage you to be skeptical. I would encourage you to just Google search Thrive Time show reviews. Uh, watch the video reviews from the 600 some odd folks who've been so nice as to leave us an objective video review over the years. And uh, I think that's where you'll discover that it is the place to be if you want to learn how to start and grow a successful company. But we're talking Correct. about the mind becomes what the mind is fed. This is part three of the series. So concept number three, you will become what you allow into your life. We talked about that just a little bit the other day. We talked about that just a little bit on Friday's show, but I want to make sure we recap this. Whatever information, whatever people, whatever uh, things that you allow into your life as it relates to your faith, your family, your finances, your fr- your fitness, your friendship, and your fun, those will become your normal. So as an example, if you surround yourself with a bunch of people that are very uh, poor with the way they manage their finances, then over time, their lack of success will be justified because they will talk about how the rich get richer. You know, it's not possible to be successful today. Uh, Gotta ha- takes money to make money. Takes money to make money. <laughs> but if you surround yourself with people who are successful, then it almost becomes weird that you're not successful. There's been so many studies that will show that you become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Another example, if you are a married man, and you surround yourself with men who have extramarital affairs, uh, extramarital affairs consistently, and guys who are not faithful to their spouse, then over time, that will become your normal as a result of this process called justification, which basically, whatever you see around you, most often the people you spend the most time with will begin to impact your normal. This happens in the areas of fitness, and friendship, and fun, uh, in your in your family, I mean, all these all these. So I've just be. I would encourage you for 2018, be very intentional about who you are spending your time with this year. So with this concept of a new year and a new you, the first action item I would give you here today is write down a list of 10 people that you want to invest the most time with this year. And some of you might say, 10, that's a big number. What about five? What about five? Write down on a sheet of paper, who are five people this year that you want to begin to spend more time with so that you can adjust your normal? Let me jump in here. Yeah. I want to, what I think a lot of people end up doing is I hear you say that and they think about it's a good idea. Yeah, that I can see how that would work. I could see how that would work. But what he's saying is literally write it down. Like yes. you actually have to put pen to paper and, and do this. If you just think about it, it's going to drift out of your mind. So write it down, okay? He's not joking around about it. Just write it down. So as an example, as an example, I'm, I'm going to first, I'm going to read for you uh, an excerpt from Napoleon Hill's self-help classic, the 1945 edition of Think and Grow Rich, where he writes, every man is what he is because of the dominating thoughts which he permits to occupy his mind. So just let me make sure we're getting this. Whatever thoughts that you put into your mind or allow to be put into your mind repetitively as a result of the people you're around, the conversations you're having, you will eventually begin to attract that and you'll begin to magnify those thoughts. So um, just an example. When I moved to Minnesota, I was surrounded by people who love to go uh, uh, ice fishing and snowmobiling and cross-country skiing, and those are activities that they enjoy doing. And everybody in Minnesota kind of talks with kind of a, a northern... Minnesota. 
Oh yeah, they say, oh, oh don't yeah. you know? Hey, hey, Barb, Barb, you want to go up north? <laughs> and everyone wants to go up uh, up north. That's, that's north. It's, instead of saying north, you take off the age. You say, oh, don't you know? Well, I don't go up, up Cross north. the border for some French fries and gravy. Get some French fries and gravy with Bjorn. <laughs> we get some lutefisk. We get some. Uh, we get to go out there and get some rhubarb. <laughs> and then what happens is, is all of a sudden you start ending every sentence. If you if you're in Minnesota long enough, and you you because I moved there when I was twelve. You'll begin to end every sentence with the phrase "a." A. So you'll say, uh, and, and also anytime you go to uh, the store, any kind of store at all, any kind of retail store at all, you tell people you went to town. <laughs> so someone would say, "How was your weekend?" And, and you'd say, "Oh, I went to town. Don't you know?" A. 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 Now, what if you what what if your sentence ends with like like today? Do you, do you double the A? Yeah, you, it's Today, weird. A. I, I almost can't even do it without like forcing it right now. But <laughs> what will happen is you'll start to say, you'll start to speak Minnesotan. So over time, you'll say, all for cute. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, so, so, so if something is, is, like if you saw like a baby, mm-hmm. in Tulsa, if you're a man, you see a baby, you go, hey, congratulations on the baby. Nice baby there. If you're a woman, you go, oh, the baby's so cute. Oh, the little cheeks. But in Minnesota, uh, kind of a unisex statement is all for cute, Bjorn. For cute. Hey. <laughs> Another one is you might say, uh, what was that about? A like, boat. A, but it's more like a boat. Well, so yeah. it's like, what was that about? No, boat. that wasn't a boat. What do you mean? It's, it's so like about, you'd say a boat. Oh, okay. Um, another one is whenever you're frustrated with somebody in Minnesota, like in Tulsa, you might say, you know, you're really irritating Beep. me. Or you're really frustrating me. <laughs> but there you'd say, oh, come we, oh, Bjorn, come on now, Bjorn. Come on, on now. now. Come, and on it, now. come on now. Come on now. Come on. And then like in Minnesota, people say, how are you doing? Now in, in, in Tulsa, you'd say, I'm doing fine. Or, but Minnesota, it's always about a subtle pessimism because it's always so freaking cold. Right. And so people will say, oh, it could be worse, don't you know? Mm. Oh, eh. eh. What about- and, now, another one would be, this is, this is the people in Minnesota, when they get frustrated, they, they immediately, like in Tulsa, you might say, crap, or what in the world, or boop, whatever you want to say. But in Minnesota, you'd say, oh, geez, don't you know? Oh, geez. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, you know, and so you start coming up with combinations over time where you might say, oh, geez, oh, we're going to town. You know what I mean? It's just it's just these are these are things you do. What happens is if you're around enough Minnesotans, Minnesotans, you're going to begin to say these phrases because it will become your normal. This ha- this literally happened to me my senior year in high school. I spent a couple weeks in Chicago with my best friend's uncle. And oh, had, nice. And he had a Chicago accent. And I came home and I realized I was talking like that. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> if you're in Boston enough, you'll start yeah. to say, oh, that's wicked Boston. awesome. Yeah. Wicked awesome. Hey, weebs. You just start calling your friends weebs. <laughs> yeah. And you just subtly weave in F-bombs into conversations <laughs> that shouldn't be. About bagel sandwiches and things yeah. that don't need F-bombs. <laughs> but I mean, you could be going out for a bagel sandwich. And, and if you live in Boston, you know, long enough, someone would say, how is your bagel sandwich? And you'd say, uh, my freaking bagel sandwich was wicked awesome. Don't you know? You know, it's just so. <laughs> so I just want to encourage you that you understand the people around you will affect your language. We see that. We can see how it affects your accent. Right. We can, and it's kind of funny, and it's kind of regional, and it's kind of a colloquialism. It's kind of fun to hear these different languages. But what happens are these these different ways of t- speaking the English language, these different accents. But it but put, it puts accents on your thoughts 
about your life. I got a good saying that uh, my wife's mother used to tell her all the time as this whole concept regards to the thoughts in your head or the people you're around. Because sometimes, oh, you, you, sometimes you are in a situation where you have to be stuck in that, but you get yourself out of it, right? But it's like maybe your current work environment isn't great. The people in there are bickering or whatever. So she used to say, you can't help if a bird flies over your head, but you can keep it from building a nest in your hair. Does that make sense? Oh, jeez. So if there's, th- if there's things flying around in your brain, there's people that are in your life that you don't necessarily want. Repeat it one more time. You, can, you can't help if a bird flies over your head, but you can keep it from building a nest in your hair. There it is. Okay? There it is. So I get can, it now. You swat that bird away just like you would <laughs> these thoughts or these people that are negatively impacting your life. But this will absolutely impact you. I mean, if you go up to Minnesota long enough, you're going to take a can of soup and you're going to pour it into a square pan and you're going to mix in tater tots and some kind of vegetable and meat and you're going to call it a hot dish a hot dish and it doesn't it's matter the, there is no recipe for hot dish no, it's it, ingredients no, that go so into. people would say what are you eating tonight like, we're going to have a hot dish don't you know <laughs> oh oh bjorn we're going to have a hot dish See, it's so cold up there that they're like sweet hot dish I don't in minnesota care. like if you are pumped up about life and someone would say how are things going? I mean, you, you're you on fire. Mm. You'd say, oh, I can't complain. Things could get worse. Could don't get you know? Worse. I mean, it's always like things could get worse. That's what they say up there. And I'm saying this because I know there is somebody out there that you're letting your mind be impacted by the people around you. And it's right. starting to subtly affect the way you're talking to your wife, the way you're treating women, the way you're running your business. This seems mean. Glenn. The way you're talking to your kids. The, your, your thoughts on working out, your thoughts on going to church, everything is being impacted by the environment that you allow to be put in your mind on a consistent level. When we come back, we're going to talk about concept number four, that you will attract what you think about. And if you have yet to think about and attract some conference tickets into your email, go to thrivetimeshow.com, click on the conferences button, and buy your tickets today. When we come back, more about staying positive in the year 2018. I remember my days back in, in the, the dorm room, tuned to the gloom like the temple of doom. Overwhelmed with the doubts that try to consume my hope for the future that I could pursue. But from the mountaintop now, I can conclude that you have what you Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show. Yes, sir. It's Ian Clay, broadcaster from the box in the 918. Business school in the topic today. Check the syllabus is getting you paid. Show you I'm a father of five with maniacal focus to teach the proven moves. No hocus pocus, cause get rich quick is not a move. But the proven system will make your life improve. See, I'm more than just a rhymer, like a horse with blinders. Focused on the thrive time show, it's where you find us. He be the Z and I be the C. Teaching business skills from clay to Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. The goal of this show is to help you score. So I couldn't see the light until my son could see. But I learned to rock the mic in the high school scene. A young DJ with a million dollar dream. Numb to the pain that rejection brings So I like a sock bomber sweating for that green Now I'm on your radio with a thank you and please Share this podcast with a friend and a me Now let's talk some business from Clay to Z It's a Thrive Time Show on the radio Oh, for a cute thought, you know yes, Welcome back to the Thrive Time Radio Show, eh? Oh, yeah. oh. So we're talking about how the mind becomes what the mind is fed And now over time, you will begin to pick up subtle accents like i moved to minnesota when i was 12 and if you spend enough time up in minnesota over time you might say 
Oh, Bjorn, what kind of hot dish are we going to have tonight? <laughs> hey. You know? Or you might say, if a baby is cute, a baby looks nice, it's a new baby. Look at the new baby. You would say, oh, for cute. Or if you're really, really passionate and your day's been great, and someone would say, how was your day? You would say, it could be worse, don't you know? Oh. Oh. You betcha. Oh, you betcha. You betcha. It's just there's a lot of <laughs> Minnesota phrases you'll pick up over time if you surround yourself with Minnesotans. If you move, if you were met, if you were listening to this show and you've ever met somebody from from Minnesota, let me give you a whole bunch of Minnesota things that will become normal to you over time if they haven't already become normal. One is the extended goodbye. This is the move in Minnesota. Oh wow. So if someone would say, "Well, it's about time to to pack up. We're going to be heading out." All right. All right, and and all your friends are named like the Johansons or the the Rauschendorfers. Like, all right, well, we're gonna get the kids and get them ready to go now, you know. And so you're having like a dinner with a bunch of couples, you know, and it's time to leave. And they'll they'll, they'll make this statement about eight thirty, okay, maybe nine, because they have to leave at like eleven. So at eight, they're like, well, I got <laughs> to start. Uh, getting rounded up the kids, don't you know? Don't like you it's know. it's like we're rounding up uh, animals to put into the ark. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it takes that long. Two of each. And then after like 20 minutes, they have their coat on and they're sitting now in the in kind of an area. They call it the veranda, but they'll be sitting in this area kind of mm-hmm. like that's not quite the front door, but close to it. And they'll say, oh, do, 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 you, do you want to have um, some bars? Some bars? They say, some bars? Oh, what kind of bars? Uh, what are these uh, bars about? Because cookies... And in Minnesota, you don't make individual cookies that are circular form, you know. In Minnesota, what you do is you pour the cookie dough into a pan and you cut it into squares. So you make brownies. That's what we want to call, but they call it. Uh, they they basically just all the, all the cookies are always just in a in a, in a big. They're always in square. They call I draw bars. the line right here. I draw they the call line. them bars. I'm never going to Minnesota. So remember, your friend has told you, you know, that at 8:30 they said. Oh well, I, it's time to time to round up the kids and uh, Vula head out. It's time to head out at nine o'clock. They've only made it maybe seven to fifteen feet, and now they're in this area. And they say, <laughs> "Oh, did you like a bar? I would like a bar. Well, I probably shouldn't, but okay." Next thing you know, it's nine twenty. The kids are still running around, and they still have their coats on. And now someone will say, "Well, we really it is getting late. We probably need to head out now." Oh yeah, we. Okay, and then they start to make their way on the driveway. And what happens in Minnesota, if you respect anybody at all, you will follow them to their car. You have to. And you'll put your hand on the car, and you'll kind of tap it like, hey, it's." you'd say, uh, oh, it's good having you over tonight. Uh, have a safe travels. Safe, safe tra- travels. And then they're going to roll down the window. They're rolling down the window. And now you begin another conversation that will continue for another 45 minutes. So just make sure we're getting the timeline here. If at 8.30, the first declarative statement stating your intentions to wrap up began, at about 9, you're in the veranda, the Davenport area. You're sitting on the Davenport in the veranda. You're having bars. Around 9.15, you're having rhubarb. About 9.45, you're talking to them while they have the window down, and it's like 30 degrees. It's snowing, and you're talking to them. And then what you do is as they back out the car around 10.30, because you've been out there for an hour. Right. You can't feel your face. Your core temperature's down. <laughs> then you begin to wave at them as you walk them out. You have to wave as they drive off. All the way out the driveway. You have to wave. And that's that's what you... If you're going to speak Minnesotan, so what that's you're, how you, What you're telling me here is that my mother's family is Minnesotan. Apparently. Are they really? Oh, this is the, that's how it this happens This is what they... Every time. Yeah, and it's, it's 30, 40 people, and it's a whole deal. So. It, but it will affect your normal. If right. you're around any group of people long enough, 
over time, that will become your I'll, I'll tie that together. Try hanging out with my mom's family and not hugging everybody. Just try They're it. huggers. Just try it. You, big huggers. Big huggers. That will become your normal quickly, or you'll leave because you're weirded out. So, so, so I want to so bring this up, though. I want to make, make sure that we're getting this. Everyone understands this idea. Who are you hanging out with this year? Make Who are you list. spending your time? Because I am not going to get off this subject until you, the listener, have made a list of the five to ten new people that you want to surround yourself with, or maybe they're, they're current friends. But who do you need to spend more time with this year who will positively impact you in the areas of faith, family, finances, fitness, friendship, and fun? Now, also, I want you to make a list. Now, it's, it's getting kind of harsh. Two I want lists. you to make a list of the people that you need to stop spending time with. Now, Clay, come on. Oh, don't you know? Oh, jeez. Come on. Oh, that's, Bjorn. That's too real. Oh. That's too real. Now, here's the thing. You, a lot of people are, are, you're listening to the show, and you live in a certain geographical area. You live in a part of town, and you got to move, baby. Some, you got to move. It's got to happen. You got a roommate who's an idiot. You got a roommate. Somebody is listening right now, and you have got the same idiot roommate with you for the last three years. Some of you have a live-in girlfriend. Uh-oh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Some of you have a live-in boyfriend. Uh-oh. And you know it's not going to work. The infatuation thing wasn't what you thought it was. Right. And so you moved in because you were infatuated, and you thought you loved him, but you really don't. Thankfully, there's no kids involved yet. You got to get out. Got to get out. You got to get out of there. You got to do it. I mean, there's so many people that stay loyal to dysfunction simply because they're around negative people it's their normal it's their normal right. oh geez uh-huh. so just like there. if you go to minnesota long enough you're gonna start speaking minnesotan don't you know now chup a lot of people want to learn to speak entrepreneurial they want to learn to speak the language of success true they want to learn how to become a successful entrepreneur and the best way that i know to teach you how to do it is to get out to one of our two day 15 hour business workshops now chap the tickets are typically 99 dollars a piece correct the next event is february 16th and 17th but some of the listeners would like to get some free tickets how do they do it if that's you all you got to do is look us up on google okay look for thrive time show and the word itunes yeah thrive time show itunes click on that thrive time show link right there in the itunes link and then you're going to want to click the button that says open in itunes open in itunes okay, so open up itunes oh. hit subscribe 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 the, the button that says subscribe and then rate and review us okay let us know what you like about the Give show. Give us an objective, objective review, Objective rating objective. and review. Let us know. We do really read oh. these things. We love the feedback. It Give helps us, us get feedback. better. Okay, then take a screenshot or send us proof somehow that you left that with your phone number to info at thrive15.com info at thrive15.com and you get two free tickets, normally $99 each to the February oh, 16th and 17th Let me tell you conference. this, Thrive Nation, it could be worse. You could know? be. The conference could be worse. Stay tuned. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. I'm going to town, eh? Oh, fuck you! This moment is profound because you're above the ground. Your road might have been rough, but what you got now is now. We're here to pick you up and to even show you how. But you gotta be resourceful with that old pow pow. Started from the bottom. But Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, it's business school without the BS. Featuring optometrist-turned-entrepreneur, Dr. Robert Zellner, with USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. Oh, don't you know, welcome to the Thrive Time Show on your radio, the show that could be worse. Welcome back to town. 
now, in all, in all sincerity, <laughs> what we're teaching you today, I'm, if I'm, you're just tuning in, <laughs> you're just tuning in. I'm trying to teach you, trying to teach all the listeners two big concepts today. Concept number one is that the people around you impact your normal. Okay, the, the, we're doing a three-part series on the mind becomes what the mind is fed, and learning how to block out negativity. But I'm trying to encourage you, whether you're 14, 25, 55, it doesn't matter what age you are. The people that you spend the most time with will become your normal. You are the average of the five people that you invest the most time with. So I'm asking you rhetorically today, who are you spending the most time with? Because Napoleon Hill in his book, Thinking Grow Rich, writes about it on page 72 of the 1945 classic edition of Think and Grow Rich. He talks about this. He says, every man is what he is because of the dominating thoughts which he permits to occupy his mind. Well, where are we getting our thoughts from? Well, okay, so what? what, what? Where are we getting our thoughts from? So I'm going to break it down here for you. We're all getting our thoughts from three primary areas. First, people are getting their thoughts from the five hours of television that they're watching per Say day. Say what? The average American, according to the New York Times, is watching five hours of television per day. Now, the second source, the average American is spending over two hours a day on their smartphone. So, so social media, Twitter, YouTube, group text messages, whatever, however people are communicating information to you, thoughts, ideas, beliefs. And the third area is the, the, the intentionality of the friendships that you're, you're surrounding yourself with. And so I want to encourage everybody today to make a list of five people that you want to invest more time with this year who could be positive role models for you in the areas of faith, family, finances, fitness, friendship, and fun. But also, I encourage you to make a list of the people to stop spending time with because if you're not careful, if you spend enough time in Minnesota, you will learn to speak Minnesotan. You will start to speak with a, a deep accent, and you'll start to say phrases like, oh, geez, don't you know? Or you'll start to see a baby and say, oh, for cute. For cute. You might say, if you live in Tulsa, someone would say, where are you going today? And you might say, well, I'm going to go to Target, and then I'm going to head up to uh, Lowe's. But if you live in Minnesota, you'd say, I'm going to go to town. Town. And it doesn't occur to you that you already are in a town, <laughs> but that's not what they say in Minnesota. In Minnesota, if you at any point drive anywhere, anywhere north, you just tell people, oh, I went up north. Headed north. And you just leave off the H because it's easier. North. Another thing you'll do if you're in Minnesota long enough is if you're a male, you'll never look at another male while talking. You look around. Have you have you been to Minnesota, Chuck? Have you seen uh, this? I was young. I, I've been to Minnesota one time. I was probably 15. So. This is how it works. Imagine that somebody um, is, is standing um, pigeon-toed where their their feet point in. Yep. The opposite of that is what? Where your feet point out? What's that called? Duck feet. Duck feet. Okay. So that's <laughs> how people in Minnesota talk to each other, though. So each guy is facing a different direction. And they never make eye contact. So you'll see two men outside talking. You know why this is. I know, why is that? I know the answer. Why? There's bears. You gotta keep your <laughs> you gotta keep your head on a swivel, man. You can't just be staring in at some dude. <laughs> like Bjorn will be talking to Roush Durver will say, So uh, Bjorn, how are you? And then Bjorn will say, All right, don't you know? But they're not gonna look at each other at all <laughs> because that is not proper Minnesotan. That's bears. just not something that you would do. They're looking out for bears. <laughs> no, concept number four. You will attract what you think about. I'm reading from page 72 of Think and Grow Rich. It reads, 
Thoughts which are mixed with any feelings of emotions constitute a magnetic force which attracts from the vibrations of the ether other similar or related thoughts. Uh, I wouldn't uh, uh, get into the religious context of that or the science of it from thinking grow rich, but I want to make sure you get this idea. Everybody knows what it's like to have a great conversation going on in an elevator. You're in an elevator. You and a buddy are laughing it up, having a great conversation because you guys just got out of the pool. Yelling you stayed yucks. at a Holiday Inn <laughs> Select or something. You're in a pool because your kids are at a soccer tournament. You got a towel wrapped around you. you probably smell ate like, some pizza while you were down probably there. Probably ate some pizza. Yeah. You smell like chlorine, and you're just having a good time, and you're in the you're in the elevator talking, and you're going, man, our kids today, man, they would have dominated, but that mm. referee. Refs. Was man. that ref blind? I mean, seriously, does that ref, home does that ref need obviously. to go see Dr. Robert Zellner and Associates over there at 65th Memorial? I chipped. bet you they do. I bet you they need, they need to take advantage of that $99 first exam. I bet, I bet, I bet you they get their extra bucket or second pair for half off. They probably need that. You know what I'm saying? And Bing. then all of a sudden Doors the elevator open. opens and a third party enters. <sighs> and they're going to like floor 14. And you're on floor one right now. Mm. And you can't speak or even breathe. <gasps> Because a third party has entered into the elevator conversation. There's a whole cloud in the elevator. And right now, now it's just quiet. And it's like there's a, a cloud that says, don't talk at all because this is a third party and you don't know them. And they cannot possibly understand the secrets of your soccer game. <laughs> don't share it. And so it gets quiet and awkward. But we know what that feels like. And there's a lot of people who are bringing like a doom cloud around them everywhere they're everywhere they go. And I see entrepreneurs all the time who struggle in the following two areas. Following two areas. I see entrepreneurs all the time that struggle in the following two areas because of the negative mindset they have, that doom cloud that kills conversations. They have that force that is equal to the person who is the third party who enters the elevator. They struggle to recruit people and they struggle to sell anything. They struggle to recruit good people. It's heavy. And they struggle to sell anything. No one will come and work for you if you're not passionate about your product and your company, if you're not an enthusiastic person, if you're not a source of joy and wisdom. No one will want to work for you very long, especially in a small business. Also, in a small business, if you are a super negative person and you come across like you're defeated and upset and you have that doom look on your face, you won't sell anything because no one will want to buy a product or service from somebody who is negative. Now, here's the problem is that if you've been in Minnesota long enough, like I have, you don't even know that you're speaking Minnesotan. So you come oh, back big to concept. Tulsa and you're, you're, you're having a normal conversation with a normal person and they'll say, so what are you doing this weekend? And because you've been in Minnesota for a decade, you'll say, oh, I'm going to town. going to go up north, don't you know? And they go, what? And they go, oh, for cute. And they're going, what yeah. are you talking about? You know, this is such a good point because it, the exact same happens in reverse. If you leave your negative friend group and you start hanging out with positive people and you show back up months later, they're going to look at you like you're speaking Minnesotan. They're going to be like, what is this guy? Who is this? This isn't you. Exactly. You're not the same guy. And that's the point. That's what you want to happen. So you want to make a new normal. So if you're in a room and you're used to the room always being 70 degrees and somebody comes into that room and makes it one degree hotter 
or one degree colder, you can feel that change immediately. And some of us have been in such a room of negativity for so long, we no longer understand what that breath of fresh air feels like when you are in a positive environment. And if you want to affect your normal and change your normal, I know of no better way to do that than for you to attend our Thrive Time Show, February 16th and 17th workshop. Just find the Thrive Time Show on iTunes, subscribe, and to leave us an objective review, and then email us to info at thrive15.com, and we'll send you two free conference tickets. Stay tuned. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. This moment is profound because you're above the ground. Your road might have been rough, but what you got now is now. We're here to pick you up and to even show you how. Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show. The Z and I be the C. Teaching business skills from K to Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. The goal of this show is to help you score. So I couldn't see the light until my son could see. But I learned to rock the mic in the high school scene. A young DJ with a million dollar dream. Numb to the pain that rejection brings. So I like a sock bomb, sweated for that green. Now I'm on your radio with a thank you and please. Share this podcast with a friend and enemy. Now let's talk some business from K to Z. This is a time show on the radio. Yes, it is. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. What we're talking about today is that the mind becomes what the mind is fed. And an example that I'm trying to make sure we hammer into your head for your benefit is that you begin to become like the people that you surround yourself with. It is very rare. Very rare that you will have somebody who is such a force of nature that they do not become like the people they're around. Those people, um, you would consider them antisocial. Those people typically change things. They lead movements. They are uh, alphas. They are outliers. They are unique. Um, but as a general rule, most people become like the people that they are surrounding themselves with. You, you actually become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And we see so many entrepreneurs in our business coaching program that struggle in the following two areas of running their small business. Mightily, they really struggle in these two areas because they have not invested enough time surrounding themselves with the right people. So what happens is, just like when I grew up, I, I grew up in Tulsa, but I moved to Minnesota when I was 12. Just like when I moved to Minnesota at the age of 12, over time you start to speak Minnesotan and you don't even realize that you're doing it because you've been there so long. But when you come back to Tulsa, people wonder why you say certain things. So in Minnesota, um, just in Minnesota, everything that you eat is a hot dish. Everything is a hot dish. So mm. if you said, so, uh, hey, Barb, what are we going to eat tonight? That's a Minnesotan asking. How, so, Barb, what, do, what are we going to eat tonight? Barb would say, oh, oh a- I'd probably make a hot dish uh, with, uh, with some bars. <laughs> now, what are bars? Bars are where you take cookie dough and you pour it into a pan, and instead of cutting it into a cookie shape, you cut it into a bar shape, into a square shape. What is hot dish? It's where you take any kind of beef, at all. You can do chicken sometimes too if you want to get crazy, but mm. you eat kind of beef and you throw in a can of soup. And it has to be like a 
like a, a mushroom soup or some kind of like chicken noodle soup. It's like a soup. version of stew, maybe something we might call stew, but it's in like a dish. But you have to throw in tater tots into it. So yes. it's like, <laughs> and then you just sort of swirl it all up. I've had a version of hot dish before that somebody put potato chips on top of. Really? Yeah, it was interesting. My <laughs> wife cannot handle it. She can't handle it. She's just like. <laughs> in, Minnesota, in Minnesota, like in Minnesota, like if you um, are affirming somebody, like if, if you, they said, um, so, um, will you get that done? You'd say, oh, you betcha. You betcha. You betcha is a phrase you say up there. Hot dish is a phrase you say up don't there. Don't you know? Uh, don't you know is huge. Oh, don't you know. Uh, you know, uh, if, anytime you do any kind of traveling that's not south, west, or east, you say, I'm going to go up north. North. And you, you, what happens is you say it so much that you don't understand that it's not normal. Like it's it, it's not normal to it's not normal to the people in Oklahoma. Right. Another example in Minnesota, if someone said, "Hey, do you want to ride with us to the store?" You would say, "Oh, I'll come with." <laughs> You'll come with who? It's like, "Oh, I'll come with." Wit. Uh, Who's wit? Yeah, it's just a, there's a lot of the. Th- so I'm just trying to. What, what am I saying? What I'm saying is that you, right now, might have an accent of negativity because you don't under you've never left the environment of of failure long enough. You've never surrounded yourself with positive people long enough to understand what is normal. So here are the two areas. I see it every week with business coach clients, and we help them get out of this cycle. But, Chubb, you see where they can't recruit employees. You'll have right. them say, you just can't find good people today. It's impossible. Just, there's not there. Millennials. But Chubb, when, the we, millennials. when we got together at the house and we watched the, the Patriots domination. Playoff domination. Over the Titans. Right. Did we not have good people? Great people. The whole house was full of great people. And were they not great people that many of which we, we met through work? Through work or as uh, the work-client relationship or we worked together or whatever. It's so just- we have clients that we had come over to the house. We had the Camp Clark and Chicken Palace. We yep. had the clients. We had uh, employees. We have team members. And you know what? We got along. It was good. And it's possible to find good people. But there's business owners out there that say, you know what? In my industry... You just can't find good people. And you wear that negativity. You wear that accent of negativity, and it impacts the way you talk. The cloud of doom. The way you, Chubb, do you not see the, the beat up and defeated? Yeah. There was one guy who wanted to be a client. This was about a year ago, and I won't mention the industry. But remember how he just kind of looked like he was on steroids at all times? I, yeah, I do remember that. And you remember how he just was always angry looking? Pretty aggressive. And remember how he couldn't find anybody to work with him? And yes. remember how he thought that in his industry it's different and you can't write scripts and you can't make systems and it's it can so be different. scalable because in his industry it's not possible. Exactly. But yet we've helped people in his same industry, but yet he refused to have any type of coachability at all. Very true. Because he was a hardened Viking man. Hardened Viking man. <laughs> am I not? Am I You're not? You're true. The opposite of that is a mistake I made as a, as a young uh, man running a business. I was in my early 20s, probably 24, and we got to, uh, with, with I had a meeting with a couple of my lead guys, and we were working on this one particular job where the owners and the GC were very hard to deal with, very hard to, to get paid. It was just not a good situation. And I didn't know what to do. My dad was in the hospital. He was kind of the leader. You know, he was getting his back surgery. And so I remember distinctly one meeting that we had that changed my life where I was fa- I fell into this, just this negative. I didn't know what to do. And I just straight up asked the guys, what are we supposed to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do about this? And the looks I saw on their faces immediately were like, we're not the owners. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you We're know? just going to complain. And so that it, it tanked a relationship with a really good employee we had because he, even though I was younger than him, he looked up to me for leadership. And then I just erased all of that by not knowing what to do, not 
being passionate, not being confident in myself. That is absolutely a powerful example of how you, as an entrepreneur, you've got to adjust your normal. You've got right. to learn the proven path. And one thing I, I also wanted to say about that was that we talk about, you know, you've got to be passionate, but even if you're not passionate about your product or service, be passionate about the business and the systems because they're all the same. It doesn't matter if you're passionate about the, the systems that you're getting your you know product delivered or service completed. If you're passionate about those systems and you really dive in and manage those people, it's going to be a successful place. But if you're just you have no passion, you don't care about what's going on day to day, that will translate to the other people in your office. Now, another example of how a, an improper negative mindset could really hurt your business is in selling. Yes. No one will want to buy your product or service if you're not 100% passionate that you are the best and that you offer the best product and service on the planet. If you're not 100% passionate that you are the best and that you offer the best solution for your ideal and likely buyers, nobody wants to buy from you. you know, Jack Welch, the former CEO of GE, once said, if GE can't be number one or two at something in the world, we're getting out of that industry. Because he wanted to be best or get out. Right. And I just see people all the time that they have their own business and they're just super, super uh, negative or they're lacking that confidence, that swag. You have to understand, Thrive Nation, that it's not like I don't say in a braggadocious way the Thrive Time Business Coach Program is the best in the world, and I just leave it there. Because that's puffery, just making a claim saying it's the best. Yeah, that's bragging. So let me support it with facts. We're a member of the Forbes Business Coach Council. I don't care. It's probably PR. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was the former U.S. SBA Entrepreneur of the Year, and Dr. Zeller and I have built 13 multi-million dollar businesses, and we'll teach you our system. I don't care. It's probably PR. Probably easy. We'll, do the, we'll teach you the entire system for less money than it would cost you to hire even one $8.25 per hour employee. Think about that. I don't care. That seems like it's, it's a scam. It's month to month. There's no contract. Oh, it seems like a scam still. There's thousands of reviews. If you read on iTunes, you read on Stitcher, you go to Google, Ma Google Maps, you go watch the video reviews, you're probably fakers. Well, go watch the, go, go watch the video reviews on YouTube of just thousands of people even if they were fake we're the most diligent fakers out there because there's literally thousands of them we've been doing this for years and now it is affordable for you for years the program used to be four and five thousand dollars a month because i had to do it personally but we have built a scalable system and so now now the system is available for you for less money than it would cost you to hire even one eight dollar and 25 cent per hour employee and our system is so good that we offer a money-back guarantee. If you come out to the workshop and you're not confident, right. you get your money back. Chuck, tell them about the conference. So come on out to the February 16th and 17th conference. If you will leave us a review on iTunes, rate an us. An objective review. An objective review. Let us know what you think about the show. An unbiased review. Just, you know, some, just some advice so we can get a little better. That's what we want to get better. Let your us know feedback. what you really enjoy. We like that feedback. Leave us a review, screenshot it, or get us proof with your phone number to info at thrive15.com for two free tickets to the February 16th and 17th. 17th conference, which are normally $99 a piece. Stay tuned. We're going to teach you how to make 2018 the best year you have ever had as an entrepreneur or somebody who wants to be an entrepreneur. Stay tuned. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio or podcast. Network.